of Performance Publishing Group, making a difference one story at a time. We'll be shining the light on successful founders, entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders that are getting results and making a difference. We'll talk about how they built their businesses, are creating movements, and leveraging the power of authority in their own lives. Be sure to stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. It's Michelle Prince, host of the Power of Authority Spotlight, where we shine the light on entrepreneurs, business owners, founders that are doing incredible things. They're building businesses and they're making a difference along the way. And my guest today is somebody that has really helped me propel my my career in podcasting, my ability to really learn as much as I can in that field. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. But first, this episode is brought to you by Performance Publishing. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Has anyone ever told you you should write a book? Everyone has a story, and when you use that story, you get that story out there, it becomes your business card. People will throw away your business cards, but they won't throw away a book. Grab a free strategy call at performancepublishinggroup.com. Again, performancepublishinggroup.com. All right, let me introduce you to my friend, Dr. Jeremy Weiss. He, in addition to running Rise 25, which we're going to dive really in deep on what they do because they're we're actually one of their clients, but Jeremy has been featuring top entre- entrepreneurs with video interviews since 2010. That include founder CEOs of P90X, Atari, Einstein Bagels, Mattel, and the Orlando Magic, uh, Prescription Bars, and many, many more on Inspired Insider. He was senior producer for seven years of one of the early top business podcasts, hoping to put systems in place to help run the back-end operations. He was helping businesses launch and run podcasts long before most people even knew what a podcast was. A couple of his favorite thoughts on podcasting that he has been sharing for over 15 years, podcasts will will be similar to a website someday. And every business should have a podcast because hands down, it is the best thing I have done for my business and my life. Jeremy has made best friends, met his business partner, and had countless clients and referral partners come out of the relationships he has built with his podcast. Jeremy also used to run a chiropractic and massage facility in Chicago for over 15 years before selling it and founded a nutritional supplement business. Uh, Welcome to the show, Jeremy. Michelle, it's always amazing to talk to you. Thank you. And everyone should write a book. And I also tell them when they have a book, um, I want to buy it in an audio. And I know you help people get it into uh, audio form too. So I'm like, go talk to Michelle, please. So I can (laughs) buy and listen to your book. Yes. Well, because here's the thing with podcasting, audiobooks, we're so busy. We're in this, uh, you know, social world. Not a lot of people have time to sit down and read a physical book, even though I still tell people they have to have a physical book, but audiobooks and podcasts, that's what people are listening to. And, and so, yeah, thank you for that shout out. (laughs) Well, I'm excited to talk to you because as I mentioned, we are a very happy client of rise 25. And I want to talk about what exactly you do first and foremost, let's talk about that. And then I want to dive into some other um, steps to help people to become profitable with launching their own podcast. Yeah. um, One, thanks for having me. Um, People ask what we do. So we do accountability strategy and the full execution, right? And as you know, mm-hmm. you know, we are an easy button for a company to launch and run a podcast successfully with looking for ROI, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we find that people quit podcasting, which I don't want anyone to quit because it's been, you mentioned it in the intro, which is like, it's 
been I, I track everything almost everything back in my life that's good to a podcast and mm. i did not meet my wife on a podcast that's the only caveat <laughs> to it but my like you mentioned my business partner best friends weddings we met through podcasting so i formed wow. amazing relationships um i'm having a uh, birthday in a few weeks and i have people oh. flying in from all over the country and my wife's like, who is this person? I don't know who this person is. I'm like, I met him through the podcast and we just chat all the time, Correct. right? Our yeah. mutual friend, Ian Garlic is one of those Yes, people, oh. uh, who's awesome. Shout out to Ian, if it's yes. a case story. And, but it's an amazing way. I always look at ways to give first to others. Mm -hmm. And that's whatever, even if someone's listening is like, well, I never want to start a podcast. That's cool. That's fine. Um, you know, what are ways that this is my channel and avenue that is predictable, it's repeatable um, to give to my relationships and feature them and fe feature other people and profile what they're doing. Like I've had you on my podcast, which was yes. an amazing episode on Inspired Insiders. So people can check that out, but just giving to others. And that's what we do. So the strat that comes with the strategy first then the accountability, and then the execution of it. And then the strategy for us starts with, because I just was at a conference and people are like, well, the first question people have is, well, how do I get an audience? How do I get downloads? How do I get subscribers? And I'm like, so one, we really focus on B2B podcasts. I told them we don't do okay. true crime. We don't do a comedy podcast. Although if one of my favorite comedians asked, we'd probably help them. But um, <laughs> It's really B2B and in a B2B world, in a very niche world, they really just want to be connecting in the be the authority in that niche, right? Like we have people in the pest control space, right? The most random niches. So are they going to get a million people listening to a pest control podcast? No, but they don't care. They want the um, suppliers in the pest control, the software in the pest control space and that specific space. So we start with the strategy and it, we start with um, creating your dream 100. And mm -hmm. 100, 200, 300, we kind of brainstorm. And a lot of times people think of a dream 100 as clients. We kind of expand it more into referral partners, strategic partners. It could be potential clients. It could just be people in your universe that, though that are referral partners, right? Um, so we start off with that piece. Um, and that's the strategy because if you don't, and the same thing with the book and what you do with the book, it's very similar. Um, you start off with the strategy of, you're not just going to write a book for writing a book's sake. It's like, how is this going to serve you? What are your offerings? Well, who are the people you want this to connect with? And you're helping people, um, create almost like who's the avatar that you want this to serve. Right. And so, the same thing with the podcast is who are the people um, and companies that you really want to form amazing relationships? And you were one of those people that we wanted to form a relationship with because we thought like, you know, we always are saying you should have a book, you should have an audio book. And so, you know, it's also a way just to, to form relationships with, with great partners. Um, and so we start with that. Well, I was just going to say, that's where I feel like when you and I first met, we, we totally connected on you know, you, you were passionate about helping people to be the authority through their voice, through speaking, through video. And that's what a podcast is. And I have that same passion. 
I, I just happen to know how to do it. Doing a book is a lot easier for me than doing the stuff that you do. So, but I love that because it's, it's the pest control person, for example, you're right. Who's out there necessarily looking for that podcast. But when it comes time for somebody to decide, do they want to do business with them? They're in the eyes of most people because they have a podcast, the authority. And the authority doesn't mean better. I, I wrote a book called The Power of Authority, but I see authority as the ability for people to want to hear what you have to say. If you provide enough value, if you serve first, like you said, and that is truly the model of your company, then then people are going to listen. What, what do they have to say about this? And, and that's where a podcast, I feel like, is such a, I won't say easy, because yes, does it take work, but it's it's you you're connecting right instantly you know if you want to work with that person because you're you're connecting through video and voice yep yep and so like the first step you know i talk a lot about we'll get i get a lot of questions about specific things and how do i start a podcast how do i and i, I go back to well people quit a podcast because they don't get mm -hmm. roi right and and so a lot of times i find people focus on the microphone or the audio quality, which is fine. You want all that stuff, but it's, I keep it very simple. Be like, um, what's technical stuff that we need, right? Um, and I'm like, listen, you need um, Zoom or whatever software you use to have meetings. You just use whatever it is. If it's Microsoft or Zoom or something else, um, something that makes it easy to hit record. And then a USB mic, you know, yeah. you get a USB mic, it, that's going to help with the audio quality. So mm -hmm. it's really that simple from like a technology setup. You know, I see pictures, people put like this big soundboard and all this stuff. And I'm like, I was joking around like, I should just buy one of those just so it looks there, but it is not hooked yeah. up to anything. It just looks right. cool. But, you know, really, as you know, to do it, you really just need that simple setup. And those are the questions I get. But, but really the focus is people focus a lot on, those pieces but really the strategy piece is what allows someone to um get the most out of it because if it serves their business they'll keep doing it right even people right. come to me and, and probably with you michelle too which is oh this is just a passion project i'm so excited about i'm like yeah but after three or four or five months it does take time and energy you're gonna quit if it's not right. serving your business so we start off kind of thinking of that and like the dream 100 is cold and warm. So oftentimes people think of the, as the coldest of colds and I can go into a couple ways. I think of the cold relationships, like who should someone be reaching out to or thinking about, but we often neglect our warmest relationships and, mm. and our best champions, right? We're going after like, well, these this new shiny person that we don't know, but like, I mentioned Ian, right? Mm. Huge champion. Every time I get an opportunity to mention him or give a shout out to him, I do. Same thing with you. Same thing with people like Brian Kurtz of Titans Group. And so those people that are champions, I'm champions of them, they're champions of me. Like I use every opportunity to um, give them a shout, right? Um, yeah. And right now, like I'll tell them after this, case in point, right? I'll say, listen, I was on Michelle's podcast. Um, Brian, check the episode out. Ian, check the episode out. And then they'll share it. And guess what? Mm -hmm. People will find your stuff, you know? And that's yeah. ultimately 
my goal is from a podcast, actually, it's funny. It's not to get clients. It's also not to get referral partners. It's actually to get my guests clients and referral mm-hmm. partners. Because if I serve them with getting, helping them, you know, I've never heard yeah. Jeremy, don't ever send me clients and referral partners again. You know, the, <laughs> it, the, it's not going to so, happen. Yeah. So that's same thing with my goal here. Like my goal is to deliver values. Whoever's listening will get something, but also to, you know, get the people, the circle I know listening to this, getting some value and then meeting your pot, you know, introducing them to your podcast and what you do. So um, that's basically, I could do that on my podcast. I could do that in your podcast, but it goes back to thinking of the champions, the warm relationships, that dream 100 of who are the people I should be giving to and thinking of all the way through. And then on the other hand, the cold relationships, the cold relationships, I kind of categorize um, how do I think of cold relationships? Who do I want to connect with? And so whoever is listening, for me, whatever niche you're in, Mm -hmm. and this could be people who have a book, right? With you, who should they be sending the book to? Because you recommend sending the book to people. Like, well, I think of who right. are the pe- consultants or practice management groups in their industry. So there's one of our clients who's in, uh, he's a financial advisor. And when we got, he's like, oh, I serve everyone. But when we got to it, he's like, he had 40% of his clients were dentists. Just, he didn't realize this when we were doing the wow. strategy. And I'm like, huh, did you realize? No, I actually didn't realize it's so many dentists. They must like what I do. And so we looked at the consultants or practice management groups in that the dental industry. And we also looked at trade associations as another category. And who should he be connecting with in trade associations? You know, uh, the dental trade associations, people who run conferences in a niche, right? So same thing with the book. Like who, if you have a book with Michelle, or maybe you should if you don't, but who should you be sending to who runs like major conferences in your industry that you should send it to? Um, And like, we look at having those people um, on the podcast because they obviously have a great um, influence in the, in the space and are experts in the space. Also, we ask our customers, clients, what software and services they use. So like in Mm -hmm. the case of the financial advisor, there's like, a, several major dental softwares. And obviously if his clients are dentists and they have thousands of dentists on their platform, that could be a great referral partnership for yes. them. So, um, and then speakers and authors, right? Speakers and authors, you know, they monetize in a different way than, than they may, you know, the, the, this financial advisor, if there's like a top author in dentistry, um, they're obviously have a large influence in, could have an audience in that space. So that's kind of how we think about the dream 100 piece. Okay. And one thing I have to give you a shout out for sincerely, Jeremy, is the part that you were talking about your champions and staying in touch and sending those text messages. And I know it comes from authenticity. You're not just staying in touch with people, just just as a strategy, although it is strategic in that because you're, you're, you're always top of mind, you know, but it comes from a place of authenticity from serving first. So I just have to give you kudos for that because you do do an amazing job of that. 
And it's why people want to work with you, right? And so um, just those little touches, those little things staying top of mind, you do a newsletter, you send things, you know, just to let your clients know that you you care about them, you think about them, you know, you value their their business. And so there's a lot to learn from that. That's <laughs> Not a good even just point. podcasting. You know, there's a good point. You know, John Corcoran, my business partner, um, I joke around, you've heard me like he I joke that he screenshots himself in with presidents because um when we show when we show him he's got a picture with obama and bill clinton and joe biden and whatever he was a speechwriter at the in the in the clinton white house so he does have a legit picture there so he did not photoshop them in so he claims but um we were talking about this the other day actually and it's funny because even people who are best relationships um it's not like we're always top of mind with them and they're not always top of mind with us too. So right. if we don't stay in touch constantly, you forget the person's there. Like, even though you're maybe best friends with them and you refer back and forth, if you're not top of mind all the time or you're not communicating, then you just forget, right? Cause we're busy. I mean, you had, you have a lot of business stuff. We all have personal and family stuff going on. So staying top of mind is, is key. You know, and it's not as easy as as you think, right? It, it's it makes total sense, but we are all going a million miles an hour, so I think that's what differentiates it a little bit too. Is just just the pausing for just a moment to to acknowledge and recognize. So a lot of people, can we talk about the profitability of podcasts? Because you mentioned it that that it, you know if you you can start a podcast, but if you're not getting ROI, it's the type of thing that yeah, eventually you're going to stop doing because it does take time and all, but. What are you mentioned to me that there's five ways to really uh, or five steps to yes. have a profitable so, podcast? Can you talk so, about that? So the five steps that, that I talk about, one, the foundation and the strategy is creating that dream 100, right? Okay. Creating that and then, you know, again, the referral strategic partner, potential client, Um. And the next step, after you create that, we go over how do you get ROI with outreach, right? With, so the outreach part, which is, you know, there's elements of direct response marketing. So how do you reach out to people? And um, it could be getting them on the show. That's mm -hmm. one, one outreach. It could be getting recommendations of guests for the show, right? And so. It, that is an outreach. One of the, the outreach that we recommend is called an indirect ask outreach. So indirect ask is not really asking the person to be on the show. Um, it could be asking the person to be on the show. Example would be if like I um, said to like you've been on my show before mm -hmm. and I say, Michelle, like here's the type of guest um, I I'm looking for. I'm looking for a B2B agency that has over 15 staff uh, on there. So if you know anyone or if you know someone who kind of fits that profile or you know someone who may know some people who fit that profile, I'd love a suggestion on that. And also, it makes a podcast makes it very easy for people to introduce others. Mm -hmm. Like I think I just introduced like several guests and it's so easy because yeah. it's like, well, I want to get to a, a get-to-know-you call. Like, what busy person who doesn't know someone else wants to do a get to know you call, but you're like, <laughs> you know, um, even people so like, know, 
I'm like, I'm so, you know, you're super busy. I'm like, I have a million things. I just got back from a conference, but a podcast, like, cool. It's going to benefit both of us. That's, that's great. We're recording it. It's going to live on. Let's do it. So when you said, Hey, and I always say, you know, Michelle, go through my list of guests, anyone who I have on there, I'm happy to introduce you. And it makes it very easy. Hey, um, like I know you just had Chris Gronkowski of Ice Shaker yeah. on. If I said, hey, do you want to do a get to know you call with Michelle? Like, what do you think he's going to say? Uh, but yeah. he's a busy guy. Um, but he will go on the podcast. So help him promote his brand and everything like that. So it's very easy for me to introduce people. So yes. the outreach is key. And um, it's not just asking for guests, but like asking for suggestions. And when I say, hey, Michelle, um, who do you recommend? You know, you're busy. Like you don't mm -hmm. have to respond to me. But I will say, Michelle, of course, I'm going to give you a shout out on the show and give you some some love on the show. Mm -hmm. So it's a, like mm -hmm. a little bit of a incentive to be like, cool, like anyone. And then when I do that, which I will, and then I'll message you, which I mm -hmm. do. And I say, Michelle, like I just had Jason Mandel on, and I know yeah. he's um, wrote a great book with you, Demand Transparency. People should check it out. And when I had him on, of course, I am raving about Michelle and Performance Publishing Group. And then now the key to that too is not just do it, but also like let you know. Mm -hmm. It's like talking good behind someone's back. Yes. Right? Like tell them, like if you say something, let's say you're with your family, you're like, oh, this person's the best. But we never tell that person. It's right. sort of weird, right? And so, <laughs> you know, we've talked talking behind someone's back is usually a negative thing, but this is a positive and positive. go to the person and let them know. So that's right. The, the get our right with outreach goes to let them know either, Hey, do you have some suggestions and, or also do you want to be a guest? And some of the components of that, you know, direct response one-on-one is like, be real. I'm real specific with what I'm looking for. Right. Cause I'm mm -hmm. like, Hey, who can I send? You're like, I don't know. You didn't give me no direction on that. Yeah. But if I say, I'm looking for a B2B SaaS company. I'm looking for a B2B an agency who, whatever. I leave you give some direction there. Um, and the other thing is, how does it benefit them, right? Like right. the messaging that benefits them. I've gotten, and you I'm sure also, have gotten some terrible, terrible outreach that only benefited the person. They spewed out like all of their services that they do. First of all, I never asked. And it's just all serving them and about them. You know, so, right. and by the way, when, when you reach out in this capacity, you are top of mind, you're top of mind in a giving fashion. And so that's kind of the next step after the dream 100, get ROI mm -hmm. with outreach. And then the next after that is kind of the art and science of amazing content. So now you got to, you know, actually conduct an interview, right? right. Which is an art and a science, and that comes also with, with the questions of the technology setup, which we already mentioned, get a USB mic and Zoom or Microsoft or whatever. But the art and science of the, and you know, we have like a 17-page framework that we yeah. go through with our clients to make sure, no matter if they've done an interview or never done, they've done a million of them, it's just going to make them better. And I use it, and we've crafted it over the past 15 years. Yeah, even um, down to the but, scripts, which is so helpful, you know, for yes. people who have never done that before. 
and and in general, but like a couple shortcuts I found is a couple open-ended questions. Um, like how'd you get started? You know, I remember when I had the the co-founder of Pixar on the podcast, and I'm like, I've no where I mean, I've done thousands of interviews, and I'm like, where do I start? What do I do? I'm nervous. And I'm like, wait, okay, settle down, Jeremy. Okay, follow, follow the script, follow. Um, and the script is not a, it's a guideline, right? It, it's like, as you know, it's a, it's a guideline to produce amazing content. It's not, you're mm -hmm. not going question by question. But one of the, one of the questions is like, how'd you get started? Like an open-ended question. And I remember, I go, I'm just going to start with, like, how'd you get started? How did this, how did Pixar get started? And, and he went, like, I think he talked for over 20 minutes on the, and I had Scott, by the way, talking about giving, I had Scott Gray uh, on who has an amazing company um, in the medical space, but he geeks out on Disney stuff and he, we help him with his podcast. So I'm like, Scott, I had, he uh, is like a, premium member at Disney. So I had him come oh, wow. on and do a joint interview with him. And he was like ecstatic. And he brought some amazing questions that he like, oh, no, only people are Disney fanatics would know. So I brought in some like firepower there, but I just, he talked about when I said, how to get started. That's all I did. And he talked about George Lucas and Steve Jobs and how like they were at a boardroom and they got the last minute the deal fell through and they had to call Steve Jobs on the way to the airport and and to save the company um and he wrote a 5 million dollar check and that started you know this whole wow story around how Pixar started and so that's that's all I did though was I asked an open ended question mm -hmm. um so having the guest tell stories is the key to having amazing content. And so how do you have the guests tell great stories? You just have to ask questions that elicit good stories and which mm. is open-ended questions. And a little bit, a little bit of research goes a long way as well. Like, cause you can, you know, maybe there's a good story there. Mm -hmm. Just giving them a softball. Yeah. You know, I had um, Nolan Bushnell who started Atari and Chuck E. Cheese and he was Steve Jobs' mentor. And I said, um, I found out that Steve Jobs offered him 33% of Apple for $50,000. And I was like, wow. so I brought, I just said, what happened there? Like, yeah. would you be the wealthiest person on the earth? <laughs> like what? And, <laughs> and so, and, and I kind of, you know, jabbed him a talking. little bit just to say, why did you turn that down? And he kind of, you know, said, would you give a uh. punk, 21 year old kid at that time, it's equivalent to like $350,000. I'm right. like, no, I probably wouldn't, you know? Um, so Who knew? <laughs> just getting them to tell great yeah. stories. And then the next is like build your give loop and grow your reach. Okay. So okay. build your give loop and grow your reach is really once you've produced, once you created the podcast, um, you know, the great thing about a podcast is you take that 30 or 60 minute episode and you publish it across 15 channels. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you give the guest a you know reason to take that and put it on all the social media and everything like that. So 
again, I'm not looking at vanity metrics of likes and comments, but yeah. it's a way that I see my guests can use it as a marketing tool for themselves and their company. So they can post it on, like, even if you take a pest control, yeah. right? They can take it, they can post it on their LinkedIn, post it on whatever other uh, social media platform and tag other people for them to see it. Now, it's a great marketing piece for them. Now, when they see that, their audience, and maybe only five or 10 people, but they're, if I'm having an important, impressive CEO and founder, that's their network of people. So maybe right. only five or 10 people look at it, but those five or 10 people are now in my sphere, right, too. That's so true. So um, it's a good marketing piece for them. Again, it's about okay. serving them and what their initiatives are. And then the last is kind of bringing it together. Um, and we also will, you know, we'll put it into like a snippet form. So like we'll, mm -hmm. we'll come out with like a 30 to 60 second form that we then will put, put on social media too. So it's another marketing asset for them and their company that they can use to push back to the, the main episode. Um, and, you know, we want the, the host to run their business and mm -hmm. have great conversations and form great relationships. And then we do everything else surrounding it. So the build, you know, the give loop and grow your reach through the podcast channels, through YouTube, through the social media. And then the last is kind of turning it into profits, right? Turning guests into partners, right? And some of the partners that we have turn into clients. We turn into yeah. clients, we refer to them and they also refer to us, right? Um, yes. And some are interested in what we do. And some people I have on, Michelle, on the podcast is like, listen, they don't realize, but like, we're looking for a, a partner or we're looking for a, um, a vendor for us, we'll have them on to, why not just have the conversation, get to know them. And yeah. we're like, they don't realize, but we may hire them too. So we I use it as a, a vetting process. Um, I remember when we got, um, we were looking at uh, course software. Uh -huh. um, and I had the founder, co-founder of Thinkific on the podcast. And after the call, I'm like, this is the company. I love the person. I love that they have these, these technical co-founder. I love what they're about. And I'm like, I'm sold. Um, he didn't know we were thinking of getting a actual course software at the time. Right. And, but it's a great, also, I learned a lot from it as well. But so after that call, I'm like, oh, this is it. This is, this is amazing company. Um, oh, so I like that strategy. So the podcast and the profits, guests and the partners, a couple things I think of, it goes back to giving. So after an interview, what do I do? I want to offer more value. Mm -hmm. meaning who can I refer them? I, I love when my guests have podcast, you know, when people have a podcast, so it makes it very easy to refer, but who, how do I help them more? Refer them, refer them someone, refer them a possible client, a possible partner, because both people mm -hmm. benefit if I'm taking someone who has a, a need and a company that has a service. So who can I refer to them? That would be good. Um, I love that. Obviously when the message goes live, um, you know, when the message goes live, promote it, um, to all of our people and, and we have a formal uh, referral program as well, which helps with that mm -hmm. collaboration 
uh, we like to incentivize people to refer to us. So yeah. those are the steps um, that when I think about profiting of the podcast. This is awesome, Jeremy. And I, and I know there's so much more you could share. I know we're, we're, we're short on time here. Just to kind of wrap things up, hopefully everybody took notes on those five ways to really maximize uh, profit, have a podcast that's profitable. Um, but what would you say to someone listening who does not have a podcast? They're not necessarily sure they, they, they could do a podcast. What advice would you give to those people listening right now? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> one is just like, let's say you don't want a podcast at all. I mean, I think for me, it's been one of the best things I've done in my life um, and formed amazing relationships. So if you have questions, you could also email us. We, we have tons of free content. Like if you go to inspiredinsider.com, we have like an episode on almost every possible question. Like, uh, what do I name my podcast? What's the technology? We go yeah. even deeper into the tools and software, you know, so there's a lot of free resources there. If you have questions, you could email us, but um, I would just start, the first step I would start with is just start giving to someone in your network, mm. whether it's a referral partner. And what I recommend is just going on one of the platforms and just posting about that company that you love, love and start there. And that's a, something you can do right now. Just go to Facebook, go to Instagram, go to wherever you go, LinkedIn, and post about that company and just tell everyone why you like them and share with what they're working on. That could be the first step uh, to just giving to someone in your network. Yes. Okay. I love that. All right. So inspiredinsider.com, free resources, also rise25.com. Jeremy, thank you so much for mm -hmm. being on the show. I love talking to you. I learn from you every time. So thank you so much. Thanks, Michelle. I appreciate it. All right. Just to wrap this up, hopefully you have pen and paper, but because there were so many great nuggets here, but just as a recap, those five ways that you can really monetize your podcast, um, you know, have profit in your podcast, steps to pro profit for podcasting is number one, get that, create your dream 100. Those people that are your champions, those people within your network, they everybody wants to be on a podcast. So start making that list. Number two, outreach. Get out there. Reach out. Ask. Uh, ask for suggestions. I love that tip, Jeremy. Um, number three, it has to have, you have to have amazing content, right? But a lot of that is not just you creating content. It's just asking questions. People on your show have so much wisdom. So just pull it out of them and let them talk. Number four, build the give loop. Uh, and grow your reach. One of the ways I love that Jeremy and Rise25, they do help to give all the tools. So if you're on their show, when anyone's on our show, we learn this from them is we give them all of this content that they can go use as marketing tools in their business. And then finally, turning those guests into partners and profit. And that is exactly what we've done with Rise25. And I am so grateful for the relationship and all the connections that we've made through the years with them. And so hopefully take this information, get out there. I'm a big believer in podcasting. It's one of the ways that I do know it will build your authority. We'll see you next time. much for listening to the Power of Authority Spotlight. If you are a successful founder, entrepreneur, business owner, or leader that's getting results and making a difference, and you'd like to be on this program, please visit performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast to apply. That's performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast. Also, if you got something out of this interview, please share this episode. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. 
If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag, the power of authority spotlight. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content, so make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our websites, performancepublishinggroup.com or michelleprince.com. And follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.